Welcome to the Upgrade Your Education Business podcast. I'm your host, Samantha. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and I hope that you find this episode useful. If you're new to this podcast, each week I share fluff-free, actionable ideas tailored to education businesses that you can mould to suit your needs. And finally, if you enjoy listening to the podcast, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review on iTunes or follow and subscribe on whichever platform you choose. Thank you once again for tuning in. Hello and welcome to the final part of this series where we're zooming into the different reasons why you might not be attracting as many clients as you'd like. Today is all about analysing how you can turn browsers into buyers. When someone is browsing, let's say your website, it means that they've made the effort to find out more and that means that they're genuinely interested in your offer. So what can you put in place to make sure that they don't just remain as a browser? How can you encourage them to take the next step? Well, to set up a process that works, we need to reverse slightly. We need to see what journey they take from start to finish. If you've come across sales or marketing funnels, you'll be familiar with these stages. But today, I'm going to specifically map them to what you can actually do to guide people from being someone who has simply heard of you to a customer. The best way I can do this is by using a scenario. That way you can see what these stages really look like and adapt ideas to suit your business. So you can see the big picture. Here's a recap of those stages. People start by discovering you, becoming aware that you or your offer exists. Then you want to get them interested in your offer. If they're interested, then they need to put some work in and they'll only do that if they're actually considering your offer. When they move to that consideration stage, they're almost a customer. So you need to guide them to take the action that will make them one. So here's the scenario we'll look at. Let's imagine you've created a course. People enroll, the course lasts for six weeks, and then it's time to line up the next cohort. Our first task is to guide people from discovering you to being interested in your course. I'm not going to delve into how they can discover you because I talk about that in episode one, which is about social media marketing. But how can you put something in place to get them interested? Here are three ideas. Number one, with your marketing content, show social proof and demonstrations of how your course works. That way you can show people how effective it is instead of telling them. I talk about this in my last episode, which was about packaging your offer. But when you do this, here's the important step. You must add a call to action. This is where you actually ask people or instruct them to do something that takes them to the next stage. Now, this doesn't have to go straight to enrollment because at this stage, people are likely to need more information. So your call to action might be to head to your website or to book a call with you. To get people interested, you could also share video content of you talking about the course. Remember what I said in the last episode, you want to create a buzz around your offer. So keep that momentum going by telling people what they're likely to want to know. And thirdly, you could offer them a freebie, a lead magnet, maybe a pre-recorded webinar where they can see you in action and walk away feeling so supported that for them, booking into your course is a no-brainer. Perhaps you could share a quick downloadable resource that gets them started. Now, this step of putting things in place to get people interested is really powerful. Without realizing it, we often actually jump through the stages of someone discovering us 
to us expecting them to buy our offer. But just putting in this step can transform your results. In fact, Sarah, one of my clients, was struggling to get any inquiries for her entrance exam course. After us breaking down this customer journey, instead of asking people to go straight to her website, she tried asking people to book a call instead. Within 24 hours, no exaggeration, she went from zero interest to calls actually being booked. So guiding people through these stages instead of zooming past them can be really effective. If someone is ready to take some form of action, it means that now they're willing to put some work in. It means they're considering your offer or your course. Let's say they book a call with you. Think about what they need. They need information. They need assurance that your offer will help them. And they might need certain questions answered so that they can confidently invest in your offer. A little tip if you ask people to book calls is to manage their expectations so they know exactly what the call's for and how long it will last for. With the timing, play around with different lengths of time because you want to give people enough time to get what they need, but you don't want to be in a meeting for so long that it's either off-putting for them because they can't make that kind of space in their day or the conversation goes stale. Remember what I talked about in the last episode, you want to create desire and urgency. And on a more practical level, you can't be spending hours on free calls. Alternatively, if you guided them to your website, use your page structure and calls to actions like buttons to guide them to the information they need. Since they're not on a call with you, perhaps you can have a frequently asked questions section. To provide assurance, maybe you can show testimonials or a demo of how your course works. Now, at this consideration stage, you might want an interim step, because as clean as those stages sound, the truth is someone might be considering working with you, but maybe they need more time to think. Perhaps they don't have the budget right now, but they do really want to enroll and they'll have the budget later. Think about how you can keep in touch with them so they don't lose interest. This could be through something like a Facebook group or email updates, or maybe you can encourage them to book a call with you so that you can get them on a waiting list of sorts and you can check in with them at a later date. The consideration stage is quite crucial because it's your opportunity to give people confidence in your offer so that they feel safe to invest their money in what you're offering. So here are a few things you can check or put in place. Firstly, if taking action is complicated or difficult, people are unlikely to see it through. So make sure your calls to actions are crystal clear. They should make clear why someone is clicking it and what's going to happen next. When someone clicks a link or a button, it should allow them to do what they set out to do without having to jump through too many hoops. So the process needs to be clean. If you have a process that does need a few steps, Just manage people's expectations. For instance, I make clear that if people want to join the Tutors Mastermind, they have to book a call with me first. Now, I could have just given them the link to enroll, but I wanted this extra step. So I make very clear why it's there to manage people's expectations. So streamline the process as much as possible and communicate really clearly. If you give people a great experience before they've even become a customer, they're more likely to feel confident to become one. And when it comes to things like links that you want people to click, make sure they work. 
I know it sounds really obvious, but it's worth double and triple checking so that your process doesn't collapse at the last hurdle. This almost happened to me recently where I changed the URL for one of my links, but forgot to update the button on my website. It does happen, so it's always worth checking. Now, I've talked about these stages at quite a high level, as in I've explained how you can guide someone to go from discovering your course or your offer to becoming a customer. But the truth is, these stages apply every time someone takes some form of action that leads to a commitment. So, for instance, let's say you offered a free pre-recorded webinar to take people from being interested to considering working with you. Well, that webinar, even though it's free, is an offer in itself. So you can form a mini funnel to get people to take the action to sign up and watch it. It's a small funnel within your main funnel. The most important thing is that your potential client is at the heart of the processes you set in place. Because ultimately, if it's hard to find out more information or to buy, it's going to be off-putting. In short, we want to provide that great experience from start to finish, even before they become customers. So I hope you've walked away from this three-part series with lots of ideas that you can try. And please do tell me if you've used any of them. If you'd like more support, take a look at the links in the show notes. Everything I offer is flexible and designed to help you design your business. Thank you.